Hello everyone and once again welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History And happy hump day to you all Hope you're all having a good week so far And you know if you uh, don't work on the weekends You got two more days to go and Saturday will be here and Or the weekend rather will be here And hopefully you got some fun plans Or maybe you just want to relax after a busy or stressful week Whatever the case is, we're almost there, so just keep it together. But today, on Everyday Black History, this week we're still uh, talking about hair. And as we all know, as we mentioned in our last episode, you know, hair is something that's a common topic in the black community. And this week we are highlighting uh, 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 pioneers and entrepreneurs in the hair care business in the black community. There's a lot of uh, men and women that, you know, have... Uh, started hair care products and um, you know marketed and sold directly to the black community and became successful millionaires and you know salon owners and even was able to open up schools to teach others about hair and hair care products Um, the other day uh, we did an episode on Samuel Fuller who you know the two who was a mentor to the two men that we're going to highlight today and just to give you a heads up, this week, you know, we're also, because, you know, if we're going to talk about hair care products, we got to talk about, you know, the queen of it all, um, Madam C.J. Walker. And we'll be highlighting her, you know, later on in the week, as well as um, uh, an interview that I was, I was privileged to conduct with uh, a young lady by the name of St. Clair, who is coming out with a book, Dear Chloe. And this book is a uh, book that's dedicated to her little sister, who was um, being teased in school because of her afro. And so she uh, wrote this book so that she can, and she interviewed all these different black women of, you know, different uh, hairstyles and shades and variety. And um, to, you know, as a love letter to her sisters and to help her to appreciate her afro. So that'll be coming at the end of the week. That's how we're going to cap off our week of uh, celebration um, for, um, you know, you know, hair pioneers in the black community because this book that she's doing is a it's a it's a good one. I'm looking forward to when it comes out. But uh, and I know there's many other people who uh, who are pioneers, especially business wise, in uh, the hair care industry for the black community. Um, and you know, I'm always looking for suggestions of you know people now who are doing things and uh, who started their own hairlines. You know, a lot of people who own a lot of people who own salons, they may come up with their own hair concoctions that they use in their hair salon or sell to their clients. And, you know, um, I, I'm always looking to, to highlight that, you know, that ingenuity, you know, because we as black people, we're very, you know, ingenious. And, and when it comes to, you know, many, many fields, as, as what we talk about here on Everyday Black History. Um, and I know there's many out there who are so, you know, don't think that just because I'm not talking about them that they aren't, you know, people who are looked up to and respected. And anybody, anytime I come upon someone who's doing something now and in that particular field of business, I'll always highlight them here on um, Everyday Black History. But today we're going to talk about two men. Um, the first man we're going to cover is uh, George E. Johnson, Sr., and George Johnson Sr. Um, is the is uh, uh, entrepreneur, a businessman. He's also the founder of Johnson Products Company. Now, um, you may not be familiar with that off the top of your head, but I'm sure if if you if any of our listeners are older en- old enough, 
you know, they may remember seeing Ultra Sheen or Afro Sheen or maybe the commercials for them. Um, if you've ever watched Soul Train in the past, you've heard, um, you know, you've seen advertisements for Ultra Sheen and Afro Sheen as they were a sponsor for the TV program Soul Train. But, um, you know, the Johnson Products Company was one of the biggest uh, companies um, uh, dedicated to hair and skin products um, uh, marketed to the black community. And, um, you know, it's a it's an, interma- an international cosmetics empire that's headquartered in Chicago, Illinois. And um, just a little background information on uh, George Johnson, who's, who started it. He was born June 12th, 1927 in uh, Mississippi. And uh, he was born uh, to a poor family. He was born in a three-room sharecropper shack. And I don't know if you've ever seen what some of those sharecropper shacks look, look like. You can Google it and you can see just how small they were. But, um, you know, he was born in Mississippi, but at a young age, he moved with his, his, uh, his mother to Chicago after his parents separated. By the time he was eight, uh, while he was in elementary school, he started to work as a shoeshine boy uh, to make some um, extra money to help out the family, as what was required for a lot of our people during that time. And um, he later attended uh, high school, but he dropped out to work full-time jobs. Uh, he worked as a busboy and also setting pins at a local bowling alley. And um, the interesting thing is that in 1944, he took a job working for Samuel Fuller. And as we mentioned, Samuel Fuller was an inspiration to many other black entrepreneurs. And the two men who we are covering today are part of his tree, his, uh, if you want to look at it, his, uh, his business family tree. But in 1944, George Johnson uh, took a job working for him. Um, as a as a production chemist, and uh, ten years later, in 1954, at the encouragement at the encouragement of one of uh, his co-workers, he left the Fuller Company and founded his own company, Johnson Products, with his wife uh, with his wife Joan, and they focused on the uh, African American male hair care market. He borrowed $250 from a bank and another $250 from a friend to finance the venture. And their first uh, product that they came out with was Ultra Wave, and it was a hair relaxer for men. Um, and back in those days, um, if you ever seen the Malcolm X movie with Denzel Washington, a lot of brothers back then used to wear that that conkin hair, that perm. Um, uh, well, he was the one of the men who started it. And in 1957, he came out with Ultra Sheen, and it was a revolutionary hair straightener that could easily be done in the home, and that was introduced to women. Now, of course, over the years, we know that, you know, lye and all the chemicals that are in these hair straighteners are no good for the hair. And we've come to embrace natural hair and love natural hair. But during the time of the 1950s, it was probably it was a you know pretty revolutionary, you know, for him to come out with this product, especially and uh, gear it towards the black community. Now, during the next uh, 25 years, more products were introduced, such as Afrosheen and um Afro Sheen is one of his was one of the Johnson products best known products as it was released in the late 1960s when when the Afro became popular amongst our people and so he dedicated this product to that style and you know the Afro is natural so even though he started that perm for men and women you know at least they came back with the Afro Sheen to you know give props to natural hair and something that can help with natural hair over the next few decades they continue to grow focusing um, 
um, its efforts on not only its products line, but on training people, cosmetologists, on the proper usage of their products. Um, in 1964, he even opened up a bank, Independence Bank. So not only was he a, uh, you know, you know, entrepreneur with his own company, he actually started his own black-owned bank. And um, during the 1970s, as we mentioned before, he was the exclusive sponsor of the nationally syndicated show uh, Soul Train. So you know him, and he did all this with his wife. This is him and his wife Joan. They built all this together. You know, you know, one of the, you know. A, a, one of the black power couples before Will and Jada and Jay and Beyonce you had couples like George Johnson and his wife Joan who was doing it together and doing it big and um they were the first uh um uh they had the first company excuse me in 1971 Johnson Products was the first company African-American owned company to be listed on the American Stock Exchange as a public company and um, Johnson, uh, George Johnson became the first African-American to serve on the board of directors of uh, Commonwealth Edison. Now, uh, Johnson Products Company, as mentioned, was an international product, you know, it was sold all around the world. And um, the company was bought in 2004 by Procter & Gamble. And his, pro- pro- and his products were marketed as part of the Procter & Gamble portfolio. But in March 2009, uh, a consortium of, uh, of black investment firms brought the company from Procter & Gamble just to reestablish it as uh, one of the country's uh, you know, main African-American-owned companies, you know, well-known African-American-owned companies. But um, as mentioned, uh, George and his wife Joan, um, they met you know, while they were in high school, had four children together and were married from 1915 until her death recently in September of this year at the age of 89. And, you know, George Johnson is still around. Um, as you mentioned, he was born June 12, 1927, so he's 92 years old, still around. Um, and he was awarded, you know, many awards and honors during his life, a doctor, a doctor, an honorary doctor of commercial science degree from the College of the Holy Cross in 1975, and an honorary doctor of laws degree from Babson College in 1976. And, uh, you know, as we know, his, his, his legacy lives on through, you know, his, his product that him and his wife, you know, you know, created together. And, you know, there's even documentaries that's, that's been featured of, of him, a uh, documentary, The Czar of Black Hollywood, um, and also as well as profiles of African-American success. Talk about uh, George Johnson and the Johnson Products Company and, you know, how, um, you know, it was one of the mainstay. Um, you know, black-owned uh, companies that, you know, were part of the hair care market. Um, so, you know, George Johnson and his legacy still lives on to this day as uh, being a pioneer in, um, in in business and, you know, opening his own his own bank, a black-owned bank, and, um, and uh, you know, just, you know, as, as, a, as a, a model of stability as well, um, you know, in his, in his personal life as well as in his business. So, uh, George Johnson, you know, we salute you for your, your contributions to black history, black culture, and um, the uh, inspiration as a black businessman um, from creating your own product, you know, uh, during the 1950s on to now. Now, the next uh, person we wanted to highlight, another brother who, as mentioned, he comes from the Samuel B. Fuller tree uh, of business. He also had a, a hair care uh, co- um, company as well, um, and his name is uh, Joe Lewis Dudley C- Sr. 
and he had his own company and he started as well working for Sammy B. Fuller. Um, he's a, a, a president and CEO of, of uh, Dudley Products Incorporated. And um, as mentioned, they are distributor of hair and skincare products as well that's directly marketed to the black community. Now, he was born in uh, North Carolina in May, May 9th, 1937, the fifth of 11 children. And uh, now, when he was in the first grade, he was, they uh, labeled him mentally retarded because he had a speech impediment. And um, because of this, he was held back twice by the time he reached the 11th grade. But despite, despite that, he continued to persevere in his education and went on to get a bachelor's of science degree in business um, administration from uh, North Carolina A&T State University, and um, which is a HBCU, historically black college university in Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, um, he started off in the 50s as well. Uh, while he was uh, living in Brooklyn in 1957, my hometown, he invested uh, $10 in a, a Fuller products sales kit. And he began to sell the hair care products from door to door in the black community, in, in black neighborhoods all over Brooklyn. And, um, you know, just uh, three years later, in 1960, he met um, Eunice uh, Mosley, who would later become his wife. They married the following year, and she was also selling Fuller products on a door-to-door basis. And so they um, moved and settled to Greensboro, uh, North Carolina, where he uh, went to school and where he was from. And they opened a Fuller dealership, you know, so they continued on the Fuller name under Sammy B. Fuller and opened up a Fuller distributorship, sorry, not a dealership. And uh, whenever they, when there was a shortage of Fuller products in 1969, I know um, if you've heard the episode that we did on Sammy B. Fuller, by the late 60s, a lot of things started to change for him and his business. So he was being boycotted and, you know, things that he said, you know, helped change people's opinion on him. But um, uh, when they, so there was a shortage of his products because of this boycott. And because of that, instead of, you know, quitting and, you know, um, and, or anything like that, they began to manufacture and sell their own line under their own name, which was the Dudley Products label. And um, unlike many hair and skincare providers, they chose to market the product directly to salons rather than salons rather than to just retailers. So, you know, they you know, kind of started the idea of, uh, no, nah, I don't want to say that because Madam C.J. Walker was already doing it. But just the fact that they, you know, was able, they marketed directly to salons, was it was a different uh, marketing uh, thing that they did, which was uh, successful for them. And they were doing so well that uh, Samuel, Samuel Fuller um, requested that they move to Chicago and take over the Fuller products line in 1976. And that's what they did. They, um, they uh, ran his company as well as their own company from 1976 um, and uh, and by 1980 four years later they consolidated Fuller products with their own Dudley products and they kept the Dudley products uh, brand name um, even though they incorporated Fuller products into it and they moved their company back to North Carolina in 1984 so for years you know, they were maintaining both the Fuller products line and the Dudley products line. Straight up, you know, just complete bosses in the, in the hair care and skin care industry in the black community. Um, as of December 2003, uh, they had annual revenues of $30 million. And uh, they offer 
400 hair and skincare products. You can still find Dudley products on shelves today. So, um, you know, even in this, even in this century, in this decade, you know, there's still a successful uh, name brand in the hair care products. As a matter of fact, on the Chris Rock documentary, uh, Good Hair, uh, that was actually one of the companies that he talked about and that was highlighted um, in the documentary. They also operate the Dudley Cosmetology University, where they have, uh, you know, three locations, one in North Carolina and two schools in Zimbabwe. So imagine that, you know, they open up a couple of schools up in Africa where they allow them to learn about hair care and, um, you know, some of the, the natural products that they have and that they offer. So they extended it to the motherland as well. Um, but, you know, his just like George Johnson and his wife, you know, they both did it together. You know, Joe, Joe Dudley and his wife, uh, Eunice, they, they did it together. They built these companies together. And like I mentioned, you know, these are these are the power couples. These were the original power couples right here, you know, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And, and we need to hi- I want to highlight that more on Everyday Black History because all these successful men, none of them did it, you know, without, you know, the, their women by their side. You know, and um, these are good examples of stability, both in their private life as well as in business and what they were able to accomplish. And their legacies, you know, live on, you know, to this day. So, uh, Joe Dudley, you know, we also want to salute you uh, for your contribution to black history and black culture and the example, you know, that you provide and the inspiration that you provide for entrepreneurs, both men and women. So that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. We we did a two for one today because we want to, you know, try and get in as many as we can. As, as mentioned, I know there's many people who, you know, in the hair care industry, they own salons, men and women own salons and barbershops. And, you know, as we know, the salon, the barbershop are, you know, important places in our community. We go there, we get all the news, the gossip, we talk, you know, it's a place of community. We, we, we rib on each other. You know, and that's why, you know, we celebrate and, you know, this the whole, you know, topic of hair and everything it encompasses this week. But as mentioned, tomorrow we'll be, uh, you know, giving a shout out to Madam C.J. Walker. And we'll also be, um, um, we'll also have an interview on Friday or Saturday, probably Friday, where uh, um, where I was able to interview um, uh, uh, St. Clair. Who wrote, who's coming out with the book, Dear Chloe, which is a love letter to her sister. So just stay tuned for all those things. Just give you an update of what's coming. Just stay tuned for all those things, and uh, we will see you soon.